Let's What's get up, y'all? Hey, 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 your girls are back. Back. In full effect in rare form because, listen. <laughs> do we have a shit ton of juice to talk about tonight or do we? I mean, man, do we? It's been what, a month? It's been a month. It's, 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 it's just, yeah. Every time we say, oh my God, we're going to be so consistent and we're going to, we are back you guys and we are going to post every three, four days. Yeah. Catch us on Instagram um, and YouTube if you're missing us because we do post on there a we bit more do. frequently. We do. We do post. Uh, we do post. But no, honestly, we're back better than ever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stuff for the viewers. I know y'all have been waiting. I know um, family, friends, like, when is the podcast coming out? When is the podcast coming out? Have you guys heard, <laughs> have you guys heard about this story? Oh my God. Oh my God. You got to talk about people it. People do be sending me stories. I'm like, yes, okay. People okay, send me stories. That one. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Um, so, yes, let's just get into it. So, um, <laughs> I'm jealous, if I can say. Uh, I know this isn't California love, however, being that you are <laughs> representing the West Coast, holding it down, uh, you just got back from Costa Rica, um, and you went for, I think, what, obviously it was pleasure, but I think you also went for, what, a wedding? It wasn't my, I don't know, those people that got married, but uh-huh. my, I went for my friend's birthday and she went for a wedding mm. so it just so happened that the wedding fell on her birthday so I went with her to the wedding so yes. dope anything you mm-hmm. want to share with us about Costa Rica for those who have not been I've heard that it's super rainy is that false or is it maybe well, it is part it is a rainforest right. um and then also this is hurricane season <laughs> and then they just had hurricane dorian that just came through mm. um it, it, you know it, it went through what florida it kind of hit yeah. the coast or whatever so yeah. costa rica's under that in central america so it really wasn't too affected by it but it did rain it rained like three times when i was there but it's like i don't know if you remember like miami rain like it yeah, rains. Like it rains and then it stops. And then it's and then sunny as hell and hot as hell, like in yeah. five minutes. So it was like that. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. I was actually really pretty happy it rained. Um, just because it was so refreshing. It was like the cleanest, purest rain, and we don't see rain out here in LA. So it was good to me. Mm-hmm. But um it was fun. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It, I did a lot of adventurous shit. Costa Rica is very adventurous uh country, so okay. it's yeah, you can try to lounge and stuff, but it's so much wildlife okay. that it's more so about activities. Um, I have so many fucking mosquito bites, and these mosquitoes are the worst mosquitoes I've ever encountered in my life. Um, way worse than worse than like Georgia or Florida. And um, yeah, there was like a scorpion in our room one night. Oh, I had to by a scorpion. I have gotten stung by a scorpion. What? Yeah, because you know I lived in Arizona. I lived in Arizona. Oh my god! And I lived right next to my high school at the time. And I walked to school, and with my girlfriend, my friend that was a girl, not literally girlfriend. Um, I know it's 2018 now. You gotta be specific, (laughs) real clear. Oh, speaking of, I need to make sure we talk. I didn't add this into the notes, but before I, I got it. 
I know I got oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, girl, so I was walking to school and I remember just being like on my leg. I was like, I, I was like, ah. And then I like patted my leg, like patted it, because I'm like, what the fuck? And a baby scorpion popped out. <sighs> Ooh, it was in your pants or something, right? It was like it had crawled up. It obviously had to come through the rocks and then crawl up my pant leg. But yeah, oh my, I patted my leg and a scorpion just like uh, out. And I just remember being like, and I just was like, <laughs> you fainted, collapsed. I was limping to school and the nurse was like, you're fine. Because I kept saying I got bit by a scorpion. I got bit. I got bit. She's like, no, you got stung. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck ever? Write me a note so I can go home. Um, Basically. So, yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Okay. So there was scorpion in your room. Girl, um, we paid extra for the swim out suite. Yeah. So we had a pool. But then night two the scorpion came girl we was like fuck that they were like we will we can move your room but you will lose your swim out of money that you pay i said that make it do what it do <laughs> whatever i'm not staying with no damn scorpions and it seemed like because we were on the ground level plus we had the pool and the terrain so it was lizards and fucking raccoons and armadillos and just monkeys all types of wildlife like it's legit the rainforest yeah so, the rain just forest. be prepared just be prepared but other than that, beautiful i'm so well you looked gorgeous thank you girl i was like mm-hmm. yes friend serving for the gram serving thank you girl the gram don't really <laughs> love me but you know <laughs> do it uh, <laughs> anyway. so is there anything you have for california love or is it pretty much just any happenings anything um so California love, I do want to make a quick shout out. So last night I went to this networking event at the Dime. So for those who are familiar with LA, the Dime is one of like one of the most popular like historical black bars or whatever. And I just happened to stumble across on my way out um, Nas's restaurant. So he has a restaurant called Sweet Chick. Okay. And, um, Sweet Chicks. And I think he has his other three in New York, but... Mm-hmm this one some guy I ran into him when he was leaving he was like the food's so good so I went in there and got some food and um yeah it's amazing y'all should check it out like I'm probably gonna go back for brunch so I can enjoy the full menu but it's a very nice vibe it's some good fine black people in there okay and um yeah it's the new little pop-in hot spot so visit um Nas's Sweet Chicks if you guys are in New York or LA, because it's really freaking good. It's really I don't good. know if, did we do a podcast since I've been back from LA? No. Okay. <laughs> Can we just talk about Crab Queens? Oh, oh my God, yes. Since it's in LA. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, we okay. need to talk about Crab Queens. Blame it on, what's his Quay. name? Quay. Blame it on Quay. Pinky Quay, whatever it was. We finna blame it on Quay for real. (laughs) This is what's really about to happen. Go ahead. You start. So blame it on Quay. For those that don't know, he is a definitely a social media light celebrity. And um, he has opened up a few um, locations that are called Crab Queen. So he's got one in Houston. I think that's the flagship store. Uh, a restaurant and then he opened one one in LA I don't know if there's any more but anyway it's called Crab Queens and um long story short the food looks amazing it's 
it's it looks really good um, on pictures. However, on pictures, yes. <laughs> and it may be good in Houston because you know certain different different locations. You know, it it just it could be how the stores ran. Who knows? I really don't know. But what we know is from the time we got there, Whitney got there before I did. So I'm not too clear on her experience on that. Um, but when I approached there, me, my husband, and my son, it felt very like, mm, like extra. Meaning, you know, the waiter or the host was very like, no, 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 you guys cannot come in. You guys cannot wait. You have to, you know, stand behind the line. Mind you. The yeah. So as soon as you guys walk up to the place, right, there is a velvet rope. Yeah. Okay. Which I guess at one point in time, because the first time I tried to go on BET weekend, we really lined up around the corner. It, it was a need for that velvet rope. It was right. necessary to have a line. Right. Okay. This time it was what? 12 noon on a fucking Sunday, Saturday, nobody was fucking in the bitch. Okay. So we walk up to the entrance as you would any damn establishment. And as soon as I enter, I literally get shuffled out. I get shuffled and scurried out the front door by the fucking waitress. Like I done walked in the damn Diddy's private section or something like, Oh, oh, <laughs> oh you have to stand across. The, you have to go around the rope and stand in line. I was like, what line, girl? Like, what are you talking about? And she tells me, oh, 45 to an hour. At first, she said that. And I had got there before you guys. So I was like, okay, I'll put my name on the list, whatever. I'll be out here for four. So she comes out like 10 minutes later, and you guys were parking at that time. I knew you guys were right around the corner. So she was like, oh, is your party here? And I was like, oh, they just parked. She said, oh, okay, it's four of you guys. Do you guys mind sitting at separate tables? And I was like, um, no, it's four of us. So we're going to like eat together. She's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll be right back. And so that's when you guys came in and y'all were looking at me like, Whitney, why are you standing in line outside by yourself? And I'm like, girl, they won't let us in. And she came back out for the third time. And this is when she told us what, an hour and a half? Or she told yes. us like an hour. Yes. Yes. She did. And then literally 15 minutes later, she's Come like, on. oh, we have a table. Come in. Like, that's what <laughs> I, yes that was it, just the beginning it's a it, it was a mess I don't remember much after sitting down getting my food or ordering because of I just was really I had a lot going on I had a lot going on it's just a lot going on so from what I was told you do pay up front right? So they come, they ask you how many tickets, you place your order. And then at that very moment, mind you, this is a sit down restaurant. So at that moment, after you give them your order, they're like, okay, payment, right? Yeah. Now. You have to pay immediately. Like right now, hand me your card. It's like, and I remember you saying something like, I mean, what if I want dessert or what if I Another want drink? I had ordered an alcoholic beverage. So yeah. I'm like, and yeah. I would give them, the beverages was really good. I'm not going to lie. It was a frozen drink. It's like wet willies type. It was good. Okay. And I'm just like, uh, what if I wanted like a round two? I was like, do I need to swipe my card again? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you can't, I was like, can't you just hold on to my card and start a tap? She was like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, like every other fucking establishment in the world, like a tab, bitch, like yeah. take my card. And then at the end you tally it up. And right. then I pay one time, you right. know, 
but everyone in there, um, it was very, and I hate to say this because when it's black establishments, you want to support, you hope for the best, you wish for the best, best. (laughs) but it's always an unnecessary situation you got to deal with. Like, why do we have to pay? This guy is a black YouTuber, or I mean, a black Instagrammer. Okay. So majority of his customers are going to be black. So now you're putting on the stereotype on your own people that we're going to walk out on our tab so, so much to the point where we have to pay as soon as we order the food. And it's a sit down restaurant. On top of that, you have armed security at the door. So what are we going to do? Get shot trying to flee? It's ridiculous. So all automatically just off of the service and how I was treated. No, not going back. The food, no. The only <laughs> thing I got going on is fried. You may have had the best French fries I've ever had in my life. The f- I'll give you that. Fries, I do remember the fries. <laughs> the fries I just kept eating, and I remember, was I eating your fries or Marlon's fries? Yes, you were eating my fries. Because Marlon, I don't even think Marlon, Marlon killed his fries, and then I was like, ooh, these are so good, you have to taste them. Yeah. And I had fried shrimp. Marlon so ordered everything. Yeah, your shrimp, your shrimp was the bomb. Yes, their fried seafood is good, y'all. I would get a fried maybe basket to go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. But I'm never paying $30 for no crab legs from them again. It was almost inedible, inedible because it was so salty. Like, no matter what sauce you got, even if you didn't get the sauce, even if you got it on the side, like, I don't know if they just boiled it in so much salt. It was just everything was so salty. I couldn't even enjoy it. It just yeah. was overhyped. It wasn't good. Plus, the service was good. It wasn't good. Marlon just keeps oh. complaining about the worst hundred dollars he spent. Period. So <laughs> that's all he. But he said about. he liked the fish. Well, but fish. I mean, in comparison to yes, it's like okay. I guess maybe because he paid for the bill, so it's kind of like you know what I'm saying. Like me and Carter apparently didn't eat. Like, I, I wasn't really aware, but, I mean, I was there, and I didn't fuck it up. Um, you didn't fuck it up, because it was hard to. Carter yeah. fucked his up, though. Yeah, Carter probably fucked his up, but I did not fuck But Carter up. said, yeah, salty. <laughs> Carter said, yeah, salty. Listen, Carter. <laughs> this is a 10-year-old now. He is a food connoisseur when it comes to crab legs, okay? Yeah. Like, he, he loves crab legs, so he will be able to tell you these ain't right. Like, yeah. these need to go back. They had no crackers. They had no, no crackers. He's very, very particular about crab legs. So, girl, they had no crab leg crackers at a crab leg joint. So, on a one to ten, <laughs> this may be a tea bag situation we save. But on a oh, one to ten, yeah. ten being the best, what do we rate Crab Queens LA location? A five. Okay. That that's being that is me being say, that's being actually really nice. This is me being very nice because like, I would give y'all a one or two. But because those French fries were so fucking good, and I am very particular about my French fries, they were good. Every fucking fry had a crunch, had a flavor. Those fries were amazing. I'ma tell y'all that. But everything else, no. Service crunch. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's out the way. All right, we um, Music City Streets. I really, you know, there is a. I don't know why I always laugh because I know don't what you're on a Nashville girl. Because I know what no. you're going to say. Hold on. No, so, was it a corn picking festival? No, it's nothing wrong with that. Okay. No, we don't know who watches, and so our viewers. It's nothing wrong with it. We have a Nashville. This is actually not. Bad. 
can't wait to stop. We have a Nashville taco and margarita um, festival, right? And it's at Kung Fu Saloon. So that is this Saturday at 2 o'clock. Um, for those that, you know, may want to go out for Nashville tacos and margaritas, I'm here for it. Are you going to that? Will you be there? No, I will not. I, actually, you know what? I'm supposed to be out of town. We'll talk about that after this. Well, how did you hear about this event? You pick you. So I, I on Facebook, I typically will sign up to say like if I see something on Facebook, it's like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll sign up for it, and then it sends me reminders as it approaches. So that's why I like to look and see like, okay, if I'm not doing anything, I'll reach out to my girls. You know, whatever. Oh, just see what's popping. Yeah. Now there are a few things coming up. You know, because we do have a wide range of age range viewers. So the, <laughs> this is what I was about to say. Um, the, I can't even say it with straight face, the OJs. Okay. The, <laughs> well, they are legends. Yes, girl, that's what I'm saying. The OJs. I, I, I am not coming for the OJs. Okay, the, the <laughs> that I miss the Isley brothers. Um, Ooh, that'd be but good. yeah, the OJs the, are, will be here October 7th. They are going to be at the Shermerhorn Symphony Center. So it's very intimate there. Very good setup, scenery, vibe. Um, Boom Bap is um, every, it's the last Saturday of every month. So for those that don't know about Boom Bap, all it is is it's a big basement of like a warehouse. It's a, a different DJ every month. We had DJ Jazzy Jeff that came in town. Um, Funk Baxter Flex, I think, what's his name? Or someone else. I can't really <laughs> think of all these DJs. But we have a specific DJ every different month um, that comes. So Boom Bap Nashville, that's, again, that happens every, um, the last month, the last Saturday of every month. And then last but not least, I wanted to say that Summer Walker will be here. Um, save the save the best for last. However, she will not be here until December. But the tickets did go. <laughs> we talking about events in December now, girl. But here's the thing: the tickets just went on sale. So oh, that's everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, get on it if you want to go see her, because you know she may actually sell out. I've seen her before live and my friend <laughs> so I like Summer Walker I listen to her music I listen to a lot of R&B and slow music and stuff that people other people would consider sad um I love it so I really enjoyed her live but my friends um they were so unimpressed the girl was super nervous so Summer okay. Walker was very nervous but oh. she was also like one of my friends said she felt like she got hit with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> I was just like, don't do her like that. Like, this is her first big well, show. And, yeah, everybody has to start out, you know? Everyone has to start out. Oh, yes. Y'all go support her, okay? All right. Well, that's all I got. I am so ready to hop into the mm. tea. What mm. is the tea, sis? Oh my oh, God! I'm it's like so much tea. It's just so much tea. I'm gonna just move from the light tea to the to the the dark. Okay, tea. so we're gonna start real. We're gonna, we're gonna enter in real light. Come on, Tina Turner. We gonna start out real light. Oh God! So real light. Um. So we got a few new couple alerts happening. All right. A lot of y'all probably already seen 
uh, Jeezy, Young Jeezy, and Jenny Mai, Jenny Mae, how you say her name? Jenny Mai. Jenny Mai, from The Real, hey, have come out honey. as a couple. Love okay. them. I um, love them. Yeah, they've come out, they stepped out, they took a few pictures and released their pics at the same time, so um, also with that, you know, where there's good, there's bad. <laughs> so also with that, after, you know, this public of their relationship uh, went viral. Some old video clips of Jenny on The Real, I think like four years ago, whenever Tamar was still on there, they came out as well. And it, it, she made some comments about um, basically like she likes her dark meat on the side. So she <laughs> they were talking about, you know, different types of relationships, how they like their men, whatever. And, and, Jenny said that she likes her dark meat on the side. And Tamar, of course, was like, what the hell you mean, dark meat, blah, blah, blah. And Jenny's like, you know, I'm with a white man now. You know, I feel like they treat me better. They, you know, whatever. But I do like black men, but more so on the side. Like, she couldn't be committed to a black man. And um, that surfaced, okay? And then people are very, you know, they're criticizing the way she said it on top of that, you know, with the dark meat thing on the side. It's like... You know, they always trying to degrade us black folks in some type of way. Um, so, yeah, of course, stuff like that is going to resurface. But um, her white husband did her wrong, you know, cheated on her, whatever happened. I don't know. Left her. Got to got to start a whole new life. So had a baby within to... a month after the divorce or something like that. It was real quick. Right. Um, she wanted to make her side her main. So <laughs> it is what it is now, you know. Um a GZ at that so god bless their union yeah i don't know anything about interracial dating so i don't know how i'd feel about those comments if i was GZ or a black person and i heard somebody made those comments but you know they look great i'll say that so another new couple on the block right now is uh miss kaylani you know i really love her i know you love her the princess um and she is with rapper yg allegedly i like them they look good (laughs) that's about it um that's all i can say there is they look good together pleasing to the eye nice looking couple but um a lot of speculation a lot of people are saying you know it's for publicity a lot of people are also saying that you know he you know he just had a baby he left his baby mama for Kaylani um he had a baby about two months ago and Kaylani also had a baby with a um gay lover of her uh, this guy a man who is bisexual I'm not gonna call him gay he said he's bisexual and uh she had a baby about five months ago by this man mm-hmm. who she claimed to be in a relationship with and now She's dating YG, who is totally opposite of the bisexual man she had a baby with. So, y'all, I don't know what to make of it. Um, <laughs> all I can say is if, I don't know, if he really did just have a baby uh, less than two months ago, um, I wouldn't see how this would work, period. It's giving me, I'm getting Tristan Thompson vibes, but, <laughs> you know, Kaylani, I fuck with you, so I'm not going to drag you for this, but get out, sis. Just get out. Just get out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, from the outside looking in, I really like them as a couple. 
I don't know much about because Taylor. they look good, right? They, they look, look good. good. They look good. She looks happy. He looks extremely happy. And, you know, I wish them well. Um, after finding out more information from you today, this does. Yeah. And what makes it worse is she looks identical to his baby mama. They look like they could be damn near twins. Like with the face tats, the everything. They look identical. We know he has a type. YG has made colorist statements like all over the place. Even at Nipsey Hussle's funeral, he made colorist statements about how him and Nipsey was chasing light-skinned girls. Like it was so inappropriate. Um, but he's just young and dumb as well. And um yeah, he clearly has a type. He's clearly a colorist and you know, he's clearly um moving very fast after his baby um and he also he has another baby with this woman as well so he has two kids by this woman both under the age of five and um Kehlani made a statement on she made a comment on his post of them and basically said five years in the making kissy face so people are speculating that Kehlani may have been having an on-again off-again relationship with YG while he was with you know his baby mama blah 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 and it's just a messy situation and that's just not a good way to start a relationship. You know, ask Chloe. So. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not. Whoop. Slip some tea. Tea. But, you know, God bless them. Mm-hmm. Um, so another baby news. The tea on the streets is the rumor mill is saying that our other new couple, Diddy and Lori Harvey. I maybe- like them. Yeah. Anyways, our other couple, uh, Diddy and Lori Harvey, they may be expecting as well. Um, what? 22-year-old Lori Harvey was spotted with um, a 49-year-old Diddy in Cabo this weekend. And uh, he was, you know, seen rubbing her stomach or talking to her stomach and some compromising type photos that made it look as if she could be pregnant. Um the rumor mill started going. People started leaving all these comments and, you know, baby pregnancy emojis on Lori's post. So Lori went to Instagram and posted a bikini pic of herself. Um, which doesn't mean anything. Which basically showing, trying to show that there was no belly. But Kylie to me, did that. Kylie did it, that. Yes. And to me, it shows, like, for her to run and go post that pic for validation, it almost makes me think, damn, you are pregnant. Because we know so many celebrities that did that just to kind of hide their pregnancy. Like you said, Kylie, Young Miami from City Girls, she did that. And then she announced she was pregnant, like, a month later. So, I don't know, y'all. She's securing the bag. She's securing Securing the bag. bag. I'm not mad at her. I will say... I don't know much about the, there being a. I like them together. I don't know why. I don't it's know a why. Mess. It's a mess. It's sick to me <laughs> personally, especially if it's true that she was, you know, from the looks of things, from what we've seen from the outside, she definitely was dating one of his sons. Like that is just a mess. Yeah, and then also to see her relationship she had with Kim Porter and the way she talked about her and called her mama Kim and all this shit. And now you're fucking her damn baby daddy like nah I'm not with the shits it's not cute to me personally but I forgot about yes, they I look they look them. good aesthetically so I forgot oh well they do look really I don't good. never forget it is what it is everybody's <laughs> fucking everybody you know and those, those, I don't those, never forget those circles are getting smaller and smaller and smaller apparently I mean I would think that there's like a whole world out here in the Hollywood 
thing. And I honestly, if I was in Hollywood, I can't say that I would want to date someone in Hollywood. Like, even if it was like, okay, I make a lot of money and I want to date somebody with a lot of money, I think I would want to go for like a banker or uh, someone who's out. Me personally, I don't necessarily know if I want yeah. to date someone in the life. That's what you would think. That's what I would, that's and what I'm, I would think. I don't, I'm feeling I'm like the way it. these celebrities keep dating one another, it's like they do it because it's like they can't date outside. Because if they mm-hmm. date outside of that, people don't like understand or they don't get that it. Life. Yes, it may be jealousy. It just may be like, I can't deal with the trap. So it's like you want to get with someone who kind of just already gets it. Maybe. I'm trying to figure it out because I don't understand why everybody wants to date everybody. But, you know, to each his own. To each his own. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, speaking of to each his own, I'm sure, I'm positive this is what you're, you wanted to bring up. So Malik Yoba, okay, from Throwback New York Undercover, very popular sitcom back in the day. Oh, not a sitcom. It was like a drama series or whatever. But I used to actually really love that show when I was like in fifth grade. But um, yeah, he just recently came out. This y'all, this has so many layers to it, it because has, I'm not even gonna say this man came out because he, he claims up. he's straight. He well, he says he stepped up. He said, I'm not coming out, I'm stepping up. He's saying he's stepping up and he admitted that he was involved or has relationships or is attracted to I'm kind of confusing all of it to uh transgendered women. Okay, women who are were not born (laughs) natural women okay they were born men he loves them or is in a relationship with them I'm a bit confused there I don't know if it's current or past or what I don't know but he basically said that this does not mean he's gay he's not bisexual he's a straight man who is attracted to a transgender woman all right and he came out he in his in what is even more confusing for me as I'm learning about all of these letters and, and more, because it's so many letters. Letters. But I mean, LGBTQ, I'm not being funny. It's just so much. No, it is a lot. It is a lot of letters. It it's is a nice. lot of letters. And then each letter means something deeper than what it originally started out to be. So yes. with the conversation that he had on The Breakfast Club recently. Um, oh, that was a mess. Oh, my God. It was it just was such a mess. It, to me, it, I would think that I would go on there based on the information I've shared. I felt like I would have gone on there to have more of a dialogue about like sh- the straight facts, but it seemed to me that everybody wanted to get around what was being said. So for instance, his take on all of this is I am attracted to women. I'm just attracted to women, 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 women trans women are you know they identify as women because people are trying to move away from saying i'm trans they're trying to say you know i'm a woman but it's like okay then there was a question about from charlamagne or dj envy and it was like so are you attracted to women who have who have not converted all the way over like meaning yeah. from their from their genitalia area it's like and then everybody's like pre-surgery like everybody's like whoa 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 that's none of your business like what what does that matter what does that matter yeah everyone on the transgender panel was yeah. like everyone's like that doesn't matter do I, do I do i ask you whoa this is about a spirit in a spirit connection 
And for me, it just made things more and more complicated because those are questions that I felt like, you know, one would know. Like, are you attracted to a chick that still has a dick? Or are you, like, it doesn't matter in the sense if you like what you like, you like what you like. But why does it have to be so secretive? Oh, it doesn't Yeah, matter. that's doesn't the take matter. I got. Like, don't come out with this whole situation, but then try to sway so far away with you being gay like yeah. it's like he was terrified to admit that he was gay or bisexual in any way but you still want to be affiliated with lbtg like i don't understand that part yeah. like it was it's, it's like it was almost shameful for him to say yeah i would i would date a woman pre-transition or a man pre-transition like it he, he just didn't want to even touch it with a 10 foot pole he didn't want to touch he it he was gay or it's almost it. like he shamed it to me he shamed it, it. Like he shamed it he shamed it um, and then Charlamagne was like is this your coming out like are you coming right. out he was like whoa whoa i am stepping up i am stepping up <laughs> like again like oh my God, like everybody's trying to get around from what it is. Like, that's how we have this LGBTQ, A, B, C, D, E, because everybody wants to be like, oh, I don't do that, but I do it, but I don't. And it's like, coming out is coming out, nigga. Stepping up, whether you want to say you're coming out, stepping up, staying in, it's all the same fucking thing. Oh my God. You know I mean? Like, just because we're renaming coming out to stepping up, like, nigga, just say yes. Um, this is me coming out saying, speaking my truth. Like, girl, well, and then, and then on top of that, he tried to drag other people under the bus and was like, I'm no different than, um, what do you say? Who, Teddy Pendergrass or somebody? Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy, and, and I forgot the other ones. But and he even said it himself. He was like, you know, so many celebrities have hit me up, and we all know certain celebrities that just, and they but just. It's like, nigga, you chose to come out on this platform and tell your business. And we're going to get to the root of why I think he's doing this. But you chose to do this. Don't drag other people out because how how is it you are standing up for the lbgt community but but then you want to out people that that's not standing up for that community teddy pentagrass that's who he yeah teddy pentagrass can't even defend himself no more six feet like the fuck is teddy pentagrass alive no he's dead girl he went exactly he went ahead and died years ago Thank you. So don't be talking about no damn Teddy Pendergrass. He's a dating for the transgender, and he ended up paralyzed for that. But that's besides the point. Let's let that man rest in peace. Malik Yelba really ain't shit. I'm gonna tell y'all first of all. And that whole Breakfast Club panel, first and foremost, that wasn't the platform for y'all to go on in the first place to try to bring some transgendered awareness. Like y'all, like. Charlemagne, all of them, they're not even on that level of consciousness. Like, they talk about celebrity gossip and shit like that. Like, it wasn't going to be received well by that audience. And it's not received well. Like, that video has almost three times as many thumbs downs as it does um, thumbs up on that video. So, it's well, and I think too, a lot of comments. And people are saying what you said, like, the same thing. And a lot of women are offended myself included I had to I was like this is really just nonsense at this point because they they started to say that gender is determined by a doctor and that there are no natural born women and there are like what are you talking about (laughs) 
he was well, like gender's not determined by a doctor gender is determined by your genitalia and your fucking hormones inside your body that is naturally given to you by god and the creators like the doctor doesn't determine your fucking gender first of all and there is a such thing as a natural born woman I was naturally born a woman. Like you can come and be a transgender woman and that's fine. My thing is don't take away the credit of natural born women. Like you guys didn't grow up with uh, period cramps and hormones and this and being uh, violated as a woman. Like don't. Giving birth, getting pregnant, birth, losing a baby, maybe not being able to have a baby, but still having the same symptoms of someone who still can't like being a woman is so complex dealing with that shit from the age of some women have to deal with periods from nine years old like this is the coming of age like i'm a natural born woman because i dealt with the bullshit my whole life so don't come here and now because you want to put on heels and makeup and you know go to the plastic surgeon and say oh i'm a woman now like no you're a transgender woman and it's nothing wrong with it my thing is it almost looks shameful for y'all to sit up here and try to deny the fact that you are transgendered. Like, why not be proud of it? That's my thing. Because I don't see why you want to be a real woman like that. You're a transgender woman and you shouldn't hide it. You shouldn't be trying to trick men into thinking that you're a real woman. None of that. I don't understand that part. So. And that's what I struggle with the most is because it's like you said, it's sh- it's almost like they're shamed. They're shamed. But I also feel like there's this level of like, they're just like so privileged. Like they just feel so entitled. And anybody that does have a question, it comes across like, you know, you're ignorant or you're like, and DJ Envy, they literally were asking legit questions that I feel like they were so defensive. I don't even know why they were there. They were so defensive. They were so like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's you know, get it right. I need you to learn more. I need you like, hell, they were, yeah. even getting on, they were even getting on Malik Yoba and he was like, Oh, my bad. My bad. I just, you know, this is why I'm here. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm because they have all these new acronyms and these new names. Like acronyms. these names were just originated fucking 10, five, five minutes ago. So I don't know why you expect everyone to talk about, Oh, you're a CIS and you're this and you're that. Like nobody I'm knows like, these this proper terms. Hetero, but you're not. And so, and then one of the things, one of the points that I really want to get across is that I am a firm believer, and this is my stance on this, like, I really don't have an issue with how you identify, but if I am a woman, and I see you in a bar as a man, and I know that, and I don't know that you are a born woman, um, or vice versa, if, you know, uh, a, a guy sees a pretty girl, you know, this is more common than not. Like you just, they, the surgery is really great and you look like a woman. Um, I do feel at some point, maybe not in that first conversation, cause you, yeah, things happen and you may get a little scared, but I feel like in those very early stages, you should disclose I was born this and now I am trans, whatever. Yeah. And they, this community is trying to make it seem like it's wrong for people to want to know that they were born something else. To even ask. And that something's wrong with them because it's like, oh, well, why are you so homophobic? Like, why are you so, I'm a, it's like, no, like, dude, you need to share that. Like, not everybody wants to be, yeah, you may look like it, but at the time I find out that you have a dick and I really, truly like, see 
I don't want to do, it has nothing to do with me wanting to hate you. It's just more so like, I would feel like I would respect you more. Like, yo, whoa, thank you for telling me that. So that yeah. if I, I can either proceed to talk to you or I can make the decision for myself to not talk to you. But don't take away my decision and just trick me until we get in the bedroom and we've had all these conversations and now you're like, whoa, what's wrong with you? Are you, like, that's, that is where I feel like our world is trying to go and it's fucked up. Like, that's, lo that's low down. I'm sorry. Like, don't take away my choice to know how you were born. Like, I don't care that's how- exactly where it's going. Like, it's I don't going care how direction. Is. No, let me know that you were born something else and give me that option. Girl, it is legally, legally turning into that because it even is. now with work and all of these documents, like everything dealing with human resources, like you, you, you cannot make people choose male or female. You can't. On it's birth certificates, now. birth certificates, you don't have to, you, at the time you're born, they're trying to take away and it's legal in some states that gender neutral, like you don't have to pick a gender. Yeah. That's just wild to me. Um, I, <laughs> I don't really know what to say about it. I feel like, sure, it's your choice to identify with whatever you want to identify, but it, it, it's almost just ingenuine to make other people believe what you believe about yourself. Like, I could say, oh, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking refrigerator and I just believe I'm a refrigerator and I want everybody to treat me like I'm a refrigerator. So if that's my belief and I want to walk around saying I'm a refrigerator, that's on me. But I can't get mad at you because you don't open me and try to drink. Me. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you can be like, like I'm a refrigerator. Open me. I am a white woman. I am Asian. I am sense. a white. Well, you could say I'm a white woman. People are gonna be like, what the fuck? No, I believe that I am white. I was born in the wrong body. I am a white woman. Like, people are gonna be like, okay, like, like you can't. Like, science is fucking science. And regardless of who you want to be for the day, the week, the year, for the rest it's of your like life. Things like race and shit, I, it's, it's a gray factor because it's like, that's, that is up to whoever's the eye. Like it's in the eye of the beholder. Like I can be 10% white and say I'm white. You know what I'm saying? Or I can be 17% black and say I'm fully fucking black. Like that is negotiable. But when it comes to gender, it's like you are this or you are that. Like it's, it's black and white, <laughs> you know, it's just black and white. And they're trying to make gray where there is no gray. But and like Tracy like, Ellis Ross said, I would love, like, do, I mean, if people thought, I mean, cause I'm half white, but I would look crazy going around saying I'm a white woman. Like nobody treats me like a white woman. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody is going to be like, she's like, I've, I've been, discriminated against so but if I'm like no 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 no, like what are you doing pause I'm white like I identify as white it's like you have to at some point regardless of whatever your decision is to how you want to be or, or not you can't expect everybody to just get on the same page like you know I understand nobody should be killed nobody should be treated unfairly all of those things are go without being said. Like, I definitely don't think people should be treated differently. I'm just saying when it comes down to pushing something on someone who maybe isn't caught up to speed, when it comes to all of these different things that are going on with your transition, 
give people grace because it's a lot. I know it's a lot for them, but it's a lot for us as well. But don't try to push that on somebody when they also have a preference too. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just... It's it's a lot. It's it's such a layered because conversation. It's not even grace. It's just not even grace because it's just like who are you to tell me that now because just because you don't believe in gender, I have yeah. to say, oh, there's no such thing as gender. Like True. I don't believe that way. So don't give me grace to try to come to that determination because I personally believe that you're a man or you're a woman. Or you can be a transgendered man or you can be a transgendered woman okay like that's it and that's all to me you know what I'm saying like and then also all of this depends on how you feel at any given point in time you could say hey I want to transition when I'm 11 years old and turn into a woman and then when you're 21 say you know what that, maybe that was a fucking phase like maybe this isn't what was meant for me and you know like it's privilege I don't have the privilege to say that I'm a white woman and that in five years, I'm black again. Like, But I mean, let them have that privilege. That's fine. If you want to, you know, do whatever to your body and be a woman for 10 years and be a fucking man for 15 years and pay for it all because you got to get hormones, you got to get surgery, you got to do this. That's on you. That's fine. That's how you feel. But my thing is you can't make other people have to guess and put you in a box because basically yeah. what they're asking us to do is to put them in the box based on how they feel at any given point in time. And I just and feel just like, like you just disclose it. I feel like you personally should disclose it. I mean, if I'm dating you, I want to know that I'm dating a man with a dick. Cause I, I love dick. It has nothing to do that. I don't like you, but it, it has <laughs> nothing to do with you. I just want you to understand that. Like that has nothing to do. With I love some dick. I don't want to strap on. I don't want this. It has everything to do with you because you don't have a dick. I don't have one artificial dick. Like, I really just want a dick. So I don't know why you get so upset and so angry. That's like, oh, well, I, I am a man. I just, you know, I can still, like, let's take all of that away. Because, again, that's taking away from what oh, I like. Taking I away know. my choice. So. I'm confused <laughs> because. When they're dating, I feel like you should give somebody the option to make the decision to be like, okay, you're trans. Okay, cool. All right. Or, huh. Okay. Well, we can still be cool, but you know, that's my biggest thing. I just feel like it's a shameful type of thing when you try to hide it, you know, and it's almost like trickery. It was like, why start in that interview? That's what they were trying to get away from. This is not deceit. This is like, as if, I mean, this is not deceit being that I, I didn't force you to take my number. I didn't force you to uh, invite me to your house. I didn't. And it's like, bitch. Yeah. And then as soon as you have an issue with it, it's like, oh, you're transphobic. And it's like, that it's not being transphobic because you may have a question or because you don't agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't well, agree. You don't agree. With we your, don't agree. It's like, you just don't agree that I want to continue to date you because you didn't come with the body part that makes me one of the things that makes me tick I mean yeah and Charlemagne said this he was like look I don't care he was just like whatever you choose to do with someone else whatever two consenting people choose to do that is on y'all I don't really care why is that offensive to you and they have an issue with that who we are with 
it's, and they were like, oh, well, that's like saying, um, I don't see color. It's, I don't see color. it's disrespectful. It's, it's condemning. And it's like, it's not, it's allowing you to do you. That really has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Until it does. And now it is because it's coming in workplaces and now people have to deal with, you know, there's bathrooms where men and women can go in at the same time. And people, some people feel uncomfortable with that. Like it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And they can't expect everyone, like you said, to just get on board like that. Like you do have to give grace when it comes to people being acclimated to this new world. Shit. It's a new world. Mm-hmm. Basically it doesn't look nothing like it did 30, I'm 20, 40 years ago. Terrified of Carter growing up because I feel like, I feel like this world is becoming, and I've said this in, I think a podcast before it's becoming just so much more fluid and g- gender neutral. Like it's like pretty soon. I feel like marriage will be extinct. It'll be like, you're married. Oh, you're wow. You know, you're, you're married. Like, I feel I like, already feel that way. Girl. Yeah, well, I'm just saying like going forward, it's already feeling that way. It's already feeling that way. But now it's like, I feel like going forward, it's just going to be like, people are just going to be able just to be like, I've been with this one. I've been with this. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. Really, I really feel like you're straight. You're wait, you, you like only women. You only like men. Like really? Yeah, that's going to no, be the minority. It already is. Going. Already there, basically. Yeah. Already there, basically. <laughs> because every, yeah, don't even take me there, but it's popular right. now to be bisexual and shit. But, um. So, yeah. All right. Well. But about, let me just circle back before we move on real quick. So, the whole reason Malik is stepping up, all right, the T is, the word on the street, and videos have already surfaced, is that a former prostitute, um, transgender prostitute, says that she was having sexual relations with Malik as well as some other young girls on the street at the age of like 13. So she says she had sexual relations with him from like 13 to like 19 or 20 or something. And yes, trans, trans on the street prostituting. And there is a large trans prostitute community in New York. And she said around the time when she was messing with Malik, he was really popular, like Um, that show New York Undercover was, you know, very, very popular. So he was very famous and he would just come around and yeah, he would get the pick of the litter and it would be young transgendered prostitutes. So this is something he's been on for a long time. And on top of this, it's like, he really stepped up and tried to get in front of this story because these allegations are coming out. They're about to come out and now he's just going to act like it's transgendered. And granted this woman now is grown. She's probably like, late thirties now, but back then when she was messing with him, he was like in his twenties or like 26, 27. And she was like 13, 14. So girl, everyone's cars are getting pulled. All these allegations are coming out. Like, I know you heard about the Paul Mooney. Did you hear about Paul Mooney's allegations? Mm -hmm. So comedian Paul Mooney has allegations that came out from some OG from back in the day. He did an interview and he used to be like Richard Pryor's like former manager or some shit. I don't quote me on that. But anyways, he, he released statements that basically Richard Pryor had a hit out on Paul Mooney because Paul Mooney was fucking his son, Richard Pryor's son. And Paul Mooney was probably like 30 and Richard Pryor's son was like 16 or something like that, 17 or something. And TMZ, you know how they are. They caught up with 
Richard Pryor's son to kind of like confirm the story. And they were like, did you have a consensual relationship with Paul Mooney? And Richard Pryor's son on the street was like, how can it be consensual if I was 15? So he basically just confirmed it and kept it moving. So now Paul Mooney, he's like canceled all his shows. Like he's been super undercover, low key. So everybody's getting exposed in these streets. <laughs> Sip on that. <laughs> Me and Girl, took a so. wine. Ooh, do I have enough for the rest of the show, child? Ooh, Lord. A lot of tea. A lot, a lot of tea. All right. Mm. Um, I did want to talk about the Antonio Brown. I didn't know if you had that on your list. I do not, girl. So Antonio Brown, um, football player. Uh, I think he played for the Raiders. And he is under some serious allegations as well. And more so than his story, I kind of want to just talk about, like, the whole thought process behind what happened with him. So he... Hold on, who's Antonio Brown? He's a football player. He played for the Raiders. For who? Oh, the Raiders, okay. Um, so he basically came... Or So allegations have come out. He used to date his trainer. His trainer, they met, I think, in college. Personal trainer, girl. Um, and they dated for a while, on and off. Um... And she has now come out to say that she was raped on three different occasions by him. Um, There have been text messages from him to her, like he's gonna, you know, she's just some scum bucket, like she's a slut, she's this, like he's just really angry, like, yeah, I skeeted on you, blah, blah, blah. So apparently the first allegation that she would like to talk about is... She leaked the text messages? Someone leaked the text messages, or maybe she oh, did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, the first incident that happened was, um, I guess he groped her and kissed her without her consent. Um, there was another occasion where he walked up behind her and skeeted on her back. Um, so that's like sexual assault, she's saying. I'm confused. What do you mean? Like, you know, just creep be like you know you're standing in the bathroom maybe I don't know where they were but um just you're standing and then some almost like someone grabbing your pussy like he's just like jacking off and then skeets on her back and it's like oh my god you skeeted on me oh my god that's gross you know so, hold on let me just I don't, I'm a little confused is this while she was training him or while they this were in a relationship on and off again relationship so this is where oh. the conflict and the conversation is really mm-hmm. surrounding because it's like how do you get raped three times and you how do you get raped one time you go back how do you get raped two times and you go back how do you get raped you know so that's kind of the it's conversation like yeah and so the third time is she's saying that you know they were leaving the, I don't know if they were at the club together but she ended up going over his house after the club and he forcefully just actually literally raped her. So mm-hmm. there have been conversations. Um, but she's filing a civil suit. This apparently he's worth multi-million dollars. She filed a civil suit for $75,000. So people are thinking like, you know, she's after money. And, what the hell is $75,000 you know, though? Huh? I'm just like, what is $75,000? Like. Well, and that's it's what people are literally well, not anything. Like, I mean, not to say it's not anything. It's of course, I wouldn't love it right now. But I'm saying it's not anything in like 
that's not really trying to hit somebody's pockets like that. It, right, which is why people are pretty much, that's why people are saying like, I, they really think she just needs some quick cash. And this is just to kind of like, because like, pe- this is, people are just saying like, if you really, and I, if she says she's raped, prove, innocent until proven guilty, whatever, let's just wait till it comes out. But people are saying like, if she, you really were right, why not take him to the cleaners? Like, why not make this nigga pay? Why ask for, it's almost like asking for $2, you know, a crackhead. It's like, okay, I'm gonna just give you something. You know, I just, I just need something. I need something. I need something. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. more importantly, yeah. would you go back or what do you, what are your thoughts on a situation where you put yourself in a position not to be raped? Nobody deserves to be groped, sexual assaulted or anything. But in your opinion, do you, what, what do you think goes be, be in the mind of someone who would be uncom- very uncomfortable to the point where they say this is rape, this is sexual assault, and then they continue to go back and have on again, off again relationships with this one person? Not saying um, it happen. I'm just saying like, if it's, it, I if mean, it, yeah. Right. I, I feel you. I get you. I hear you. Um, I mean, I. I'm not going to judge nobody in no situation like that because domestic abuse is real and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's an addictive type of thing. It's like, it's no different from being like an alcoholic or yeah. a drug addict. Like some people are just addicted to these relationships and addicted to these toxic situations, you know, and right. rape is another form of abuse. Of course, it's like extreme sexual abuse, but it's just yeah. another form of abuse. And if it's coming from somebody who you, you know, your mind has created that they love you in some fucking way, then you twist it and you try to rationalize it and you try to think it's okay or they're not going to do it again or whatever. Like we've all seen the Tina story, the Tina uh, Turner story and Ike raped her in the booth. You know what I'm saying? But she had to still grow his emotions. So she built up the strength to leave him, you know, that last and final time in the limo. She's like, you're not fucking doing this to me no more. Like, everyone has to get to that point where they're just too through and I can't judge her. And, you know, I've been in some toxic ass relationships where I should have been out, but I was still stuck and sprung. So it's like, I don't know how far it could have went had I not have ended it or whatever. Like it, you just, it's a slippery slope. It could start with you being called a bitch and then it goes to that. And then it goes to that. And the next thing you're like, what the fuck, how did I even get here? Like you, you just don't, I don't judge nobody's situation like that. You're right. No, but, listen, you're right. But what I am going to say is that that $75,000, I don't know what that's about. It seems very odd to me. Um, I don't know how much time has passed since this whole thing happened, but yeah, that $75,000 is like a weird number, number to, to me to arrive at. And I don't know if it's because like, Maybe she asked him for something and maybe he said no. Like, I don't know. Well, they, they have have, apparently, she started out as like a side chick, allegedly. Um, okay. And he's had babies and everything else on her. Like, you know what I mean? They like, have a baby together? No, they don't have any kids. Like, she's just always mm. kind of been shunned. Like, I'm going to deal with you when I won't, you know. Um, it could just be more so than anything. It could not even be about the money. And she just is like, you know, your lawyer's like, ask for, like, 
you know, sue, but it could be more so than anything, just trying to get his name ruined or drag his name through the mud because it's just like, he could have did something, piss her off, or she just, maybe she just finished therapy. I don't know. Just, you never know. And maybe she's just like, I want everyone to know about this. Like it's more important to her, not about the number, but more about him just being held accountable. True. So I'm with it. I, it's fishy to me all around though. I don't it know. Is, it is. And there really hasn't, it, this story is highly under wraps. He has been dropped since been dropped from the Raiders. He um, got dropped. Hmm? You say he did get dropped. He did get dropped. Oh, but maybe that was her whole purpose was to make, you know, ruin his reputation, ruin his career. Um, I don't really know why we're still surprised that these football players are aggressive and abusive. Like most of them are okay mm-hmm. just putting that out there but um that's unfortunate i hope that that situation gets uh handled yeah there was another um basketball player that got dropped too recently i can't think of his name um i'll have to look it up but that was an interesting story too um about him getting dropped with from his baby mama and yeah, it was a crazy story, but anyway, mm. what do we want to just, do we want to get right into? Yeah, that's all the tea I got right now. Kevin Hart. Got oh, forgot about Kevin Hart. Yes, that was, oh my gosh. Oh my, oh my God. God. I'm like, wait oh a minute, wait a minute. Listen. That's a big fish. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got to address this. So we will skip our black sugar no, we're not skipping it. I got something for that. Oh, you do? Okay. So we're just going to continue on with the tea. Kevin Hart, I have a feeling you can set this up better than any motherfucker on here, wherever. So Whitney, just set it up for the for the people. I'm sure most of us already know what's going on. Oh, but Lord. just set us up, sis. Set us up. We told y'all this was like tea heavy, this one. We, this so, was a loaded episode. So please stick with us. Okay, so Kevin Hart, wow. This is another story with multiple layers, okay? So I got word of this story when I was in Costa Rica, and I was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, oh, man, I hope he's, I'm glad he made it. You know, I saw the, I saw the car accident, and I was just like, oh, wow, close yeah, call. Like, I, I thank God he, he's like, okay. I hope he's okay, scroll, you know. Yeah, so I was like, oh, you know, thank God. I was like, oh, good, yeah. he got his back surgery, he's all good. So I was like, okay, cool. God is good. So a few hours later, the stories start trickling in. We get um, more information. All right. So mm. it does come out that Kevin Hart, you know, he had just got a brand new car that some classic car that he was super pressed about. He posted it online. And um, this is the car that was actually in the actual accident. Okay. So allegedly he was out that night with his wife Aniko's trainer so she has a personal trainer a white woman right okay so she was out he was out with Aniko's trainer now Aniko wasn't there but he was out with Aniko's trainer and the trainer's husband all right so that's fiance okay not husband fiance so that's innocent enough he's just out with you know some associates and wife or whatever so they're out and um allegedly this accident happened on the way home from the establishment they were at and um a 911 call got leaked and it was basically a Nico's 911 call that she made 
And so I'm assuming when I first caught up on this, I was like, oh, she must, she was at the scene or she must have came to, it must have been close to her house or whatever. Come to find out she was at the house. Kevin was at the house because Kevin had fled the scene of the accident in his, of his own vehicle. So this is already sounding familiar, like shout out to Terrence J because this literally just happened to him, but he fled the scene and he left his um, vehicle with the two people that he was out with and Nico's trainer and, and her fiance. All right. And, and Nico gets on the 911 call. She has no urgency in her voice. She really doesn't give a damn, but she says, Hey, you know, my husband, he says he can't move or something. He can't move. But yeah, that's what he says. He can't move. Um, there was an accident about two hours ago. And uh, yeah, I think he needs an ambulance, I think, because he said he can't move. I don't know. You know, so so that's the 911 call. If y'all haven't heard it, just go Google it. It's out. And um, yeah, so he got picked up. Kevin Hart got picked up. He went into emergency back surgery um, because of this accident that he tried to flee the scene of. So automatically my mind starts to wonder, I'm like, well, why the hell would he flee the scene? Why would he flee the scene of his own car and leave these two people in his car? Okay. Those two people had to be physically removed out of the vehicle. It wasn't like they just walked away from the car scene. Kevin Hart climbed out of the window and left those two people stranded in the car. And another 911 call gets leaked and it's from pedestrians at the scene of the, the accident. And they basically tell, um, you know, the ambulance, he, he tells the operator, like, we need an ambulance right now. These people are stuck in the car. So we get confirmation that Kevin Hart left these two people in his vehicle stuck while he fucking ran home or got someone to pick him up or whatever. All right. Now, more details drop on top of that, that this car that they were in was a two seater car, meaning only two people can sit in the car. There was no back seat. All right. Apparently the wife, um, not the wife, the personal trainer, the woman was in the lap of Kevin Hart. Okay. This is all alleged. Bloggers are saying this, this is the talk. And allegedly there may have been some type of sexual swinger type of relationship happening. All right. <laughs> and this is why Nico has been shown to be very, um, uninvolved, unconcerned with Kevin Hart's injuries. TMZ actually caught up with her leaving the hospital. They said, hey, we just want to know, is Kevin Hart okay? Is he good? Is he going to make it? She said, yeah, he's fine. He's great. We're all great. <laughs> like, he's good. He's always good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, he's over it. I don't, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes, y'all. It's just a lot of speculation, but there are just a lot of things that don't add up. Why would Kevin Hart flee the scene, leaving two people stranded in his car, especially if he wasn't the driver? Because apparently the side of the car that he was able to get out of was the passenger side, which means Kevin Hart was riding passenger side in his own car, but still felt the need to flee the scene. So y'all tell me what you think about that. I, I don't know. My mind is definitely wondering, so... I need to know before I, the conclusions that I had drawn from the video you sent me today, child, have now just washed out. So now I'm back at square one where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to believe. I don't know. It's just too many layers. Um, many layers. We and, haven't heard from the two people in the car. So I know Kevin is paying them off. We he know that. We know that there, there, there's, there's 
there's not a whole lot of noise around this. There's a lot of us speaking on it and speculating with our own conclusions. But when it comes to like the details or even um, someone on Kevin's behalf speaking, nobody is saying anything. Hush, hush. Um, which is very quite strange. I saw today, Aniko, she hadn't posted anything. She hadn't done anything today. She actually put up a, a story of her getting her hair done um, inside of her home. <laughs> she ain't put up shit about her man and not her well her wishes, man. hoping he no, gets, thank God, God spared his life. None of that. None she of that. don't give a fuck. She was like, <laughs> oh, she was like, she was like, you know, so-and-so came and did my hair. He made a house call, you know, and <laughs> she was living in bliss. Um, but, you, you know. through with Kevin. <laughs> Needless to say, she's, I just think she's like, you know what, fuck this. This is your battle to fight. I fought for the last one, and that wasn't on me. And I'm just sick of your shit. So Kevin is somewhere cooped up, hopefully recovering. We hope he gets better quickly, although we have heard reports say this is going to be a very long very, recovery, very long recovery process for this man. Yeah. Uh, back surgery, especially spinal vertebrae issues that yeah. we've heard that he's had you're talking about physical therapy very like. serious he could have been paralyzed um and his recovery possibly he may make a full recovery however that's even questionable as back surgery you're always kind of have to i've never known anyone to have back issues and then 10 years later they go away if anything it's always back issues continue it's a continuous process so our, all of these stunts that he does in these movies, flips off of wheels and buildings, um, <laughs> I can't say that he's going to be able to do that anymore. But well, they have stuntmen and stuff. I think that's the least, I mean, his major concern needs to be about this. But I do think that the quality of his daily life, which he's in the gym every day, he's known to like be very bionic and super and not saying he can't ever get back to that it's just that you know i i do believe that he's gonna have to now adapt into his new body right i don't right we don't know much of anything but it just seems fishy right but coming if if y'all look at that damn interview of nico leaving the hospital that right there is all you need to know the surgery seems minor. I mean, Aniko seems like this nigga just got stitches in his forefinger. Exactly. Like, exactly. he doesn't care. Like, it was no concern. Motion. Yep, he's good. Yeah. He's fine. You know, like, what he is he there to talk about? Joke. She was like, no, <laughs> he's good. He's fine. He'll he's be fine. Right. Yep. She was like, yep. Yep. She was like, anything else you would like to say or share? Nope. We're good. He's good. You know, it was like, bitch, this is your bread and butter. Like, I know for my man, I'm riding. I'm like, oh my God, he is good by the grace of God. He gonna pull through. Like, oh my God, you know, like, fuck all of that shit. Like, the comments is saying Aniko is waiting on that man to, to transition on. Oh my God, I saw something like that. I was like, oh God. <laughs> She is waiting because from what I heard, it ain't no prenup. So mm, the bag is secured. 
either way. That's what I heard. I don't know though. Well, well y'all, that's all the tea we got. Rich people problems. Um, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Do we have what we got for that? Topic? I do. I want to throw. Um, I have two things. Well, this. Okay. Technically, I just want to show respect to um, Lashawn Daniels. So that. Oh an my God! Yes. Songwriter. Um, you know he's producer. been writing producer he's wrote hits after hits after hit for 20 plus years a lot of y'all may know him from like um the tamar braxton show that he had with vince because he was really close with vince and tamar at the time they were together and that's when i really seen him and i loved his personality like, he's so funny um and he passed away last week in a car accident very unfortunate this man was just like out and about he just threw like a major event he was with his wife posted up on the gram looking good and literally blink of an eye they said um somebody crossed over the wrong like medium on the highway in north carolina or something or south carolina and he died at the scene of the accident so it was very tragic y'all super sad it's a great loss and um 2019 yeah. has been this a year of losses. Shit, get me to 2020. Um, Girl, it is just life, man. It's God um, bless. Yeah, God bless. Yeah. Shout out to um, April Daniels, his wife, and friends and family. Yeah, and uh, Tamar and them—they actually had fallen out like before his death, and I, I'm glad to know or see that you know Tamar posted about him, said she still loved him, that's her friend, and all that. So hopefully. She God can be there to support April and they can kind of come together in all of this. So God bless his family, but just wanted to shout him out because he left behind a great legacy. Okay. Um, so black coffee and tea excellence, y'all. I have to give a shout out to my girl, Rihanna. Okay. She put out her Savage X Fenty uh, fashion show for New York Fashion Week. And it was the first one. It went amazing. People are literally saying, critics are raving and saying that she could quite possibly be coming for like Victoria's Secret status. Like that's how it is. That's how well, that's how well perceived um, her show. Her show was so well received and everyone just loves the looks. And I, I'm not even into all that. Like I don't even buy lingerie like that. I mean, shit, I'm single as hell. But I went, on her site it's really cute like all of her little fits and all that is cute and I just feel like we every girl I know has gotten a Victoria's Secret bra or bought something from Victoria's Secret and I just feel like it's super important for us to support our black entrepreneurs just like we do these white folks we've been supporting for decades and years in our whole life so you know give it a shot Shout out to her. It, w- it would be amazing if Rihanna kind of stepped up and became like a competitor with um, Victoria's Secret. So Victoria's Secret is trash anyway. I, growing up, I love them for their sweaty, their sweaties, their sweats, their hoodies, um, bras. It was like Victoria's Secret, Victoria's Secret. So yeah, of course. But as I'm older, Victoria's Secret is the last place I go for my bras. Right. Um, their underwear, I still will go get some underwear on a good deal. But yeah. regardless, I'll go to Target, but I'll go to Target or whatever, but I, you know, I go to, for a good, good bra, I'll go to like a Nordstrom's, a Dillard's, some that'll give me good mm-hmm. support, but mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret is the last place I will go for lingerie, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to just be totally right. Um, right. 
And but I'm just saying, even if it's like, I remember for at one time in like high school, everyone was on Victoria's Secret um, lip gloss and the perfume. Body, the angel like, it's just, lotion. It's just the Yes. Thing. Everyone has just always bought into the whole Victoria's Secret hype. So I'm just like, it, like you said, it's really not that great. So. Really the bottom of the polling hole, <laughs> if you think about it. There are plenty of, especially for the prices, Victoria's Secret, if they're not having a sale, Victoria's Secret is high as hell. So if I'm going to invest in a good bra, mm -hmm. I'm taking my black ass to Dillard's or Nordstrom's or somewhere where I can get, but for my throwaway bras where I just need some bras that I can just right, those little cheap bras, I go to yeah. Target, I go, you know what I'm saying? Me but too, I, I still don't go to Victoria's Secret. So Victoria's Secret is overpriced when it comes to bras. Huh? I said Victoria's Secret is overpriced with, it's with just bras. It's way and overpriced stuff. and they're not, mm -hmm. to me, good quality bras. Like, right. To me. You know, especially if you got big boobs, like you need support. Like, for and I have been sized there before, and I have been sized wrong, like, yep, by like three or four different times. Like, every each time I used to get sized there, it was somebody would tell me I'm a different size. I'm like, okay, they don't be knowing, girl. They don't be knowing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? But anyway. they hire these straight out of high school. Girl, like, oh, yeah, you're a D. And then I was like, oh, you're an H. Oh, you're a C. I'm like, what the fuck? Am I, how I go from being a C to a D to an H to a B? Right. Bitch, what the girl, fuck? Girl, you whatever bra we got in stock right now. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, we're out of your size, but we can, you know, but if you do this, you know, I'm like, girl, bye, get out of my face. Let me take my oh. somewhere else. Right. Shout out to Rihanna. Yes. That, my good sis, Rihanna, like, and y'all, stop badgering her about this fucking album, okay? She gonna put out the album if, whenever she feels like putting out the damn album. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of fucking songs out there. Right. So, roll down memory lane. Because right now, I see what she's doing. She got her eye on the prize. Like, she can't let the fucking Kardashians come through this bitch and let fucking Kylie Jenner be the damn world's richest billionaire. Like, no. Rihanna can take her shit and build up something for the masses just like Kylie has done and she has to move out of the mindset of just being an artist and an entertainer because th that's the small coin she got her eye on the big coin yeah. let her set it up I'm with it I'm supporting it I'm, I'm with it. it Rihanna if you need an AR AVP SVP <laughs> ABC motherfucking A or Z I will be that girl let me holla at me <laughs> girl that was your that was your um passion remember you were going to be a um shopper like Girl, a professional high-end shopper just to be a fashion buyer. buyer yeah buyer i have learned so many things about myself and this is this is the real tea um for my 20 somethings 19 my teens to 20 somethings take your time in developing yourself, what you want to do at 15, what you want to do at 20, what you want to do at 25, it can change. And college is not for everybody. And I'm not trying to steer people away from college. Like college is, there's a benefit there. There are scholarships that I would encourage you to seek for. I would encourage you to get all the free money for college. Um, but I also feel like there are awesome trades that people can take up that make exponential amount of money. Entrepreneurship is 
one of the biggest things going right now. Not everybody's yeah. meant to be an entrepreneur. Some of us are meant to be employees because we want a steady paycheck, whatever. It's whatever but you want. This is the do. time for entrepreneurship. This time is the for entrepreneurship. My biggest advice to you all is to take your time. If there's something you want to do, do it. You know, um, I have there have been things that I've wanted to do and I was talked down from doing because it's like, Oh, well that doesn't really make money or that doesn't really do this. And it doesn't do that. And nowadays social media has made, you know, cause I wanted to be a hairdresser at one point. Um, had I went to cosmetology school before I went to TSU, knowing what I knew then, knowing what I know now and putting that together, I could have owned my own salon by now social media, the way that, I mean, that's now huge. So I might, you know, think about if I had my craft back then to now, like, and I would have only spent like three, four grand or 10 grand for the whole year. Like, I'm just saying like, really, really don't think that you have to make a decision. You don't have to go to college right after you graduate high school. Maybe you do need to take a year. Maybe that means you are undecided for the first year or two until you learn more about what you want to do and um, that depends on your household as well because if you my kid you going to school yeah <laughs> the first six months you gotta go you can quit after yeah six you months can, or a year but you gotta right. have the experience yeah but some parents not gonna force you to do that you know some parents won't force you to do that but um, i would if i, ever, I, if like if I was rich experience. i'm not going to say that my child has to go to college if i was rich i wouldn't um, if they, if they had something they wanted to do, sure. I'm not a, I'm not a, um, person that's going to take away someone's, um, learning abilities. I definitely, again, I think school and college, college has taught me a lot about a lot, but yeah. it, it just, it's has. just the social skills, the social, the social aspect, the independence, the grind, the responsibility, responsibility nobody was there telling us hey it's time to get up you know you got school you got it was like oh shit my eight o'clock shit my 12 o'clock you know you like you it's all on you so what i will say is my friends who did not and this isn't talking down on anyone but my friends who did not go to college like not even a little bit they had a lot harder time they they have they still have a lot harder time dealing with the real world like having to be make deadlines, having to be at appointments on time, having to, the shit we all got to deal with. But if you went to college, you've been dealing with that shit <laughs> for 10 years now. Like, so you're used to it. Like, you know, oh, this class, if I'm five minutes late, they're going to lock the door. Or, oh, this, this assignment is due at 11.59 PM. And I'm literally going to lose a whole uh, grade if I turn it in after. So yeah. it's like shit that you have to deal with that a lot of my friends that I've noticed, especially in LA, because LA is such a creative city that everyone doesn't believe in education or do, pursue education, which is fine, you know, but the fact they have real working jobs now, it's like they have a harder time dealing with that like responsibility aspect or that having to show up on time and just the shit that we've become accustomed to, you know, right, right. Um, it does brace you for the world. I feel like it, yeah. to me, that's totally. what I feel. Totally. I, you don't have to do it at all. And especially right now there's self-made millionaires at the age of 16 because they have a youtube following of three million followers like it's not all about money sometimes like i feel like honestly school it just taught me so many life lessons that i couldn't even put a dollar amount on it to be honest just 
the people I've met, just being out of my element. And now I can deal with so many different types of people because I've been in so many different types of environments, like growing up and having to learn with, I went to white schools. I went to all black schools. It's just, it's the way of life. So, but I agree with what, what you're saying. And I'm a piggyback off of it and just say that like, you don't have to choose now. And also know that if you're a working adult and you have already chosen, you can still switch it up. You can still do whatever it is. Like Mia, you may not have a cosmetology license, but you can still own a salon. You know what I'm saying? Like you can still do whatever the fuck you want to do. So don't let any choices that you made in the past dictate what you can do in the future. Yes. I received that. Yep. And we're here today. That's why we have this podcast because this my dream ass is like, followers. Let's, do it. Let's, let's start it. We're like, let's start a podcast. Whitney's like, I've already got the account. I got some followers, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just do it. And, uh, you know, we're doing it. We're not perfect. We're, you know, we're trying to continue, but thank you guys for following us. I mean, the biggest thing is, is that we have this following and, you know, you guys tune in um to our platforms you guys do give us constant feedback um and we really really appreciate it um and we also have some questions for you guys that we'd like to um talk about our listener letters segment all right so since we only have what one episode every every three month. month um We've gotten a lot of, you know, DMs that I never really responded to and letters and stuff like that. So, so this one was just wild, y'all. Y'all gotta listen to this because I was just like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Okay. So this person did not leave their name because they already said they was embarrassed. So they, they didn't leave their name. Okay. All right. So listener letter from, I'm gonna call this person a fake name, Nancy. Okay. Hey, Nancy. Hey, Nancy. So Nancy said, I've been married for a year and I'm at my wits end. My husband is from a white old money family. I'm from a first generation black American family um, who's from the island of Jamaica. All right. We met at a reunion for my Ivy League school that I attended and he promote he proposed just six months later. Outside, we have the picture-perfect fantasy life. He wines and dines me. I travel the globe, post on Instagram, and all my friends seem jealous, okay? He said I could quit my job, so I did. He makes me feel like a woman. So I'm a little embarrassed to share this problem. It's the first time I'm telling anyone about it. It says, she says, he let the N-word drop for the first time during sex on our honeymoon. When I reacted negatively, he explained that a black woman that he once dated in the past enjoyed being called racial slurs during sex. He's also made jokes about um, his family having good hair and also has referred to himself as a nigger lover in a jokingly way. He says I'm being overly sensitive because he loves me to death so he could never be racist. He married me, so he should get a black pass. It's his thoughts. I told him that I don't appreciate these comments and that I'm a person who doesn't even say the N-word, either with the A or E-R. Neither does my family. But I'm too embarrassed to tell anyone in my family or my friends about this because I know they'll say, that's what you get for marrying a white man. My husband was my first interracial relationship. 
but I'm uncomfortable with the things that comes out of his mouth. I love him to death and I can't afford to leave him and still maintain my lifestyle. How can I regain my relationship with my husband? Whoa. (laughs) I've never heard of no shit like this. What's crazy is that I always thought about this in the back of my head when it came to like interracial couples and relationships. I'm like, I know there's going to be a time where they slip up and say something like offensive or something ignorant. Like, how are you going to deal with that shit? And she's at the point, this woman is saying that her man, her husband calls her a nigga doing sex and he's white. (laughs) I can't. I don't. And then she, and then he's rich. So it's just like, I'm very uncomfortable. Very. Um, I would have to, I'd have, if I were Nancy, there are things that I would have to ask myself as a minority, as a woman of color, why do I feel like this is not okay, but what is it about where we are right now and the fact that what does it say about me, about me choosing this type of person that would even say these type of things to me? It's like, okay, the first time it's like, hmm, all right, slap on the hand, don't do that shit no more. That's not cool, fuck that, no, no, no. Like you really should know better. But if you, if by chance you just want to use this one pass and you're saying you didn't know, okay. But like the fact of like everything else and like now he's like, you know, but I love you and there's no way I'm racist. I'm a nigger lover or a nigger lover or whatever the case is. You know, I would have, there's some soul searching on her part that she has to do. Um, and then also I, I really don't know if it could even be fixed from the standpoint of like, that's how he feels. It sounds like it's a fetish. Um, exactly. It sounds, it sounds like, like a fetish, fetish. a black fetish. Like, yeah, it sounds like a fetish. It sounds like something where, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't really truly care about you and all that other kind of stuff, but I feel like you can care for someone, but still not necessarily, um, respect them you know and the things that he's saying is very disrespectful whether you love somebody want to be with them like there are things that you just don't say and we're in apparently him feeling like he has money and some sort of like power that gives him some kind of right because yep. you know, there that there's a, again that's where the soul searching comes in can i separate away from this man if this if this type of behavior continues am I going to stay because he has money or am I going to separate myself and draw the line and be done and know that this isn't the type of love that I, that I want. So I just feel like she has some soul searching to do because he is who he is. I don't feel like he's going to, he don't care because he's like you said, he's affording you your lifestyle. He does not. I mean, yeah. He's trapped because you don't quit your job. Yeah. You you don't want to work. He knows you're comfortable. He knows, you know, you know, again, it's like this fantasy, it's this fetish, it's this, it's this, you know, I've got this, um, chocolate drop person on my arm and, you know, and it's just really sick. Basically, it sounds like sadistic to me. It sounds sadistic. sadistic. 
it sounds like if this could go all the way left, it like could go all the way left. He could I listen to a lot of crime podcasts, and this sounds like the beginning of a fucking serial killer. The first forty-eight, real quick. That girl, and he's got a lot of money, so I'm not saying he's gonna get off that easy. But you are a woman of color, so girl, get out is what I'm gonna say. Out, get out. Fuck that money. Your lifestyle is not gonna matter if you're dead. It won't matter. And if you're married to him, you're surely going to get, I don't know about if she has a prenup or whatever, if she's even thinking about divorce, but I mean, surely you're going to get a little something, you know? Yeah. And you better say that you are divorcing for fear of your life or something. For fear of your life or this. sorry. Yeah. That's like, that's like verbal abuse. Like, and the fact he's joking about it, like he, that means there's like a sensitivity chip missing. So it's just like, I don't know y'all. I don't. That's how I he thinks. That's how he don't thinks. think I can date a white person and it's not being racist. It's just me personally because of shit like this. Like, I don't want there to be any confusion about what's acceptable, what's respectful, what's disrespectful. Like, none of that. Like, we just need to be on the same fucking team. That's it. And that's all. Because I don't want to have to be second guessing and looking over my shoulder thinking that was racist or this or that. Or you don't understand something. Like, no. Right. But more power to the people who do deal with that so let us know what y'all think about this because this is a crazy one especially those out there who are dating interracially so um but nancy girl get out get Get out out. so on to our teabag situation (sighs) last bag everybody tonight girl i have some um very specific teabags but um yes everyone can go I feel like um, uh, Malik Yoba and Kevin Hart for me because Malik is out of all of that intention of him coming, stepping up. I feel like we have gotten nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like you might as well have just stayed behind the scenes at this point. Um, and then with Kevin Hart, shame on you for continuing to put yourself. Oh, and another thing that we left out is that he had, a DUI a couple years back mm-hmm. and you know really could have blown up the 405 I have no I'm pretty sure you know what that is I have no idea but apparently it was a big deal ran into it he could have ran into an oil tank that blew up the whole 405 um you know just Kevin Hart he's t- right now he's at the top of his game he's at the height of his career he's really too smart to be making these dumb moves and these dumb decisions um and so yeah I'm gonna put you in the tea bag, Kevin shame on you I still hope that you are recovering well I know you're gonna pull through but you are wide you need a tea bag. yeah to leave them folks in your car trap dog that is trash it's that is like beyond trash like I can't even comprehend no good picks there good picks um I'm gonna come out of left field with my tea bags so this is more of a broad spectrum um I'm gonna teabag the U.S. government okay <laughs> we I, I've said it before I'll say it again um but there's there's two specific incidences that I really need to talk about so today um the verdict was given to I don't know if you guys have been following this Skylar Richardson story, but this is the story of the white cheerleader who basically, um, she didn't want to be pregnant. She hit her pregnancy and she delivered her baby, allegedly killed her baby and buried the baby in the backyard after her like senior prom. Okay. So this happened two years ago when she was 18 years old, she's been going through trial and all of that. Her trial end date was today and the verdict was read that she was found not guilty on three out of four counts. 
Okay. So not guilty on murder, not guilty on manslaughter, not guilty on child abuse. She was only found guilty on, um, concealing a corpse. So burying her, her unborn, her child, her born child. Um, this is for the state of Ohio. Um, so if you go look at this, uh, case, it's all over the internet. This, white girls she looks just so victimized and she's crying white tears and yes so she got away with killing her baby and burying her baby and admitting to it in the backyard um got away with it because she's white and has white tears so just want to remind y'all that a black woman actually got charged for the death of her unborn child because she was shot during a fight Okay, they charged this woman back in July of this year, a black woman, from, I think she was from Georgia or Alabama, charged her. So that just goes to show what our government is still to this day in 2019. All right, just the white pride and privilege is just ridiculous. Um, so U.S. government, especially Ohio, is teabagged. And then also the U.S. government in a broader spectrum is teabagged because I have tons of student loan debt, and it has just been released by CNN that 99% of all student loan forgiveness applications have been denied since its release back in like 2008. So the, the U.S. government has literally denied 99% of all loan forgiveness applications. So this is the scam of education in this country, y'all. And yeah, I'm trashing everyone. And oh. fuck you, U.S. government, because I'm never paying those loans back. So what are we going to do? <laughs> That's all I got to say. God, throw the whole government away. Yep, teabag. Uh, I think your teabag just totally swallowed my teabag. Jesus. Girl, I just it boiled my blood. So I was like, oh, I'm teabagging all of the government. Yep. God. Sounds right. Sounds about right. Sounds about right that is, oh, yeah. so that was a loaded 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 episode y'all thanks for like i this episode took a lot out of me like we had yeah. a lot to do. i mean shit has been really going on right yeah. now yeah you know like there has been because you know there was for a minute when we were pretty steady, slow it was kind of slow you know we kind of had to dig through some stuff to really get some get some real good out now it's like boom 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 what's like slow down gym shoes like let me let me get on here and talk about this because yeah. it's just loaded yeah so well, we're gonna try to come back y'all next week we're gonna try to make this weekly again we're gonna try to make this weekly go hard make this weekly go hard um keep steady content make sure that you subscribe to all of our channels spotify Apple, SoundCloud. Yes, please rate and review our podcast so we can get boosted on the Apple Store, um, Black Coffee and Tea Podcast on YouTube. Yes. At BCT Podcast on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's about it. If you want to email us your listener letter, send us an email at Black black coffee and tea 312 at gmail.com or you can dm us all right well thank y'all it's been amazing been amazing peace love and hair grease till next time (laughs) bye bye
If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.